Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Okay, we'll go in three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm your host, and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We have a really interesting show for you here today. It's one that, for some people, might want to make them run and hide the corner. But I think we should embrace the truth, especially if the truth is related to the Bible. And uh, we should put discerning eyes on what we're going to hear today and, and try to apply it to our system of belief because I do think we're getting close to um, what we like to call the end times. And uh, we're going to talk about that here. And you don't hear that a lot on the public airwaves. And uh, certainly the left will never cover this. They took God out of their party platform with the Democrats years ago. So you'll never hear a show like that on mainstream. So we hope that you benefit from this. And we'd also ask you, too, um, everything that's happening that's bad to us is happening to everybody unless you're a, a Democratic donor, a member of the elite. And so the Democrats are being equally affected by this, and I'm sure they're very concerned. They don't need our judgment and our condemnation as a group. What they need is our support, and we need to show them there's a better way. So my hope is, is that you'll take a show like this and not just preach to the choir and give it to friends and family, uh, because you are sharing it. Our ratings are off the charts right now, and we do appreciate that. But I'm really concerned that the correct people that need to hear this message hear this message while they still have a decision uh, that's available to them to commit to Christ, while they can still make a difference in their country and help turn this around. And, and hopefully, although I think it may be uh, oh, wishful thinking to push back what's happening to us to a later time, but uh, no time is a bad time to repent. And so help me in this endeavor and share this. We're brought to you by My Patriot Supply, the largest food storage food company in the world. And they're one of the few that's still up and running and have not sold out to the government. And I do mean that sincerely. They're one of the few that has not raised prices. And they still have sales in effect. And you're saying, really, do all that? Yeah, and they do that. And it's 2,000 calories per day. The food tastes just fine. And there's lots of diversity in the food. So uh, the food supply is under attack. This is the way the globalists are seeking to control us. One of the ways, I should say. And uh, they're doing very good. How, how many plants have gone down since Biden's taken over the processed food? 111, I think, 112. Uh, you think that's a coincidence? Yeah, just like the Nordstrom Pipeline. Just a coincidence, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, help yourself now. People say, well, how much should I get, Dave? I don't have a firm answer. I used to. I don't anymore because I don't know how bad or how long this is going to last. I'm saying get as much as you can for as long as you can. We used to say six months, and we said two years. I don't know. I don't know if we can outrun fate, but I think we can certainly delay it. Go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And... Uh, you know, I see these slippers from Mike Lindell. You know, they reached out to us and said, uh, we like what Dave did with Maricopa County election auditing, and uh, we want to advertise with you guys. We want to give your audience a special. Well, the slippers and the sheets are on really low. I mean, big sale. Big, big, big sale. And you can go to a special website they created for us, just our audience, and you can get at least half off and two for one, and sometimes you can get uh, as much as 75% off. Go to MyStore.com, coupon code is Hodges. MyStore.com, coupon code is Hodges. And then finally, last but not least, we have a TV show. 
and it's uh, starting to really take off. We've assembled a panel of experts, some you know, um, Celeste from FEMA. Uh, you know, Doug Thornton was with DHS until last December. And we have many other alphabet soup types, but they can't tell you who they work for as part of their severance agreement with the government. But we designed the show to get you ready for what's coming. Because what's coming is no longer coming, it's already here. And we think that increased knowledge will help you prepare better and have perhaps a softer landing. And so give yourself a chance. And we don't operate that uh, aspect of our empire, so to speak, uh, for profit. We simply want to make it uh, available to everybody so we have the cheapest subscription price out there on the net. So you'll want to check this out. Go to thecommonsenshow.tv, thecommonsenshow.tv. Well, we have Doug Diamond back with us. And I said, Doug, I'm really concerned about what I'm seeing out here in the world. Uh, we've done um, a couple of shows related to end times prophecy, even tried to put a timetable on tribulation. And I've asked Doug to come back and give us an update. So I'm going to ask him to briefly review uh, what we had covered before and then get into applications today that uh, either support or you make a question whether or not we're really there. So, Doug, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being willing to put your notions on the line. That takes a lot of courage. But also, too, I'm hoping to stimulate people's thinking, and they realize there's only one way out of this at the end of the day, and that's submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me back. I certainly appreciate it and, and love your platform. Thank you. Well, we, we count you as a friend because I don't have to worry about whether you're a rhino. I don't have to worry about whether you're lying to me because you've got the word of God behind what you're saying. And, and I can't tell you how much that means to me. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm warning you right now. This is going to be tough stuff. This really is. But I think it's time that we take our medicine, and if we're going to have that eternal life, and if we're going to live in bliss after we go through this mess, um, this is the kind of stuff you need to hear. Well, Doug, let's go ahead and review what we talked about before previously on the Common Sense Show. Okay. Yeah, happy to. So let me start off by saying two words. Six years. I believe we have six years left before Jesus returns. Now, that that to me means the coming, the end of the age. The end of the age, not the end of the world. But I personally believe we have six years left that we are already in the tribulation. And I say that, and I've got a video series where I go into this in great detail because a lot of believers out there, as soon as I say that, they're going to say, no way. Or they'll say, yeah, we maybe we do. Or, or they'll say, um, yeah, we're already far into it and we've only got a few, you know, like a year or two left. And I'm saying six years, but it's not my date. And I'm saying, based on the research that I've done and projects that have kind of come my way and fallen into my lap over the years, 2028end in particular, 2028end.com, my friend Gabriel Ansley Herb, I worked on a project with him um, several years ago, and that fell in my lap, and I'm like, it, it really changed my life. And got me thinking that, you know, if it's possible that this that this timetable that he puts forth in his book, in his DVD series, if that's true, then what does that mean exactly? You know, so I started researching it deeper. And what I found out was that if he is correct, then that means September 2021 would have been the beginning of the final seven years. And that means before Jesus returns. Again, the end of the age, not the end of the world. I believe, Dave, that we are going to live to see Jesus return unless he takes us home beforehand. I am not a pre-trib rapture kind of guy. However, uh, I think the next few years are going to be very, very rough. And I say that based on the um, the video series that I've put together, TicketToTheLordInPrayer.com, which comes from our good friend, yours and mine, Steve Quayle. Thank you to Steve for that. I reserved that domain name years ago and had it pointing to stevequail.com and realized that God had me do this with that name, and that is to point it to this video series I've been working on. So, okay, so as far as a review goes, this project I worked on, um, if you guys don't know, I do um, production. I'm a producer and engineer. I work for different artists, different... Um, I, I work in the music industry primarily. However, I got into doing podcasts and helping people in the truth movement several years ago. It started with Dane Wigington. I've been his web guy and, and video and audio guy since about 2014. 
So I started working with him, and that sort of expanded into working with other people, Anthony Patch and, and several other people as well. So, you know, I feel like God has me in a position that's a bit unique in that I'm hearing all of this input from people who are really, really proficient and, and super professional as far as what they are talking about, what their niche is. Anthony Patch has a certain niche out there. I think so does Dane Wigington. And so I hear people like him, like like those two guys talking. I hear I worked with Celeste for a while. Um, as you know, I work with uh, Richard Sachs of Lost Arts Radio. I still work with him. So I have all these different perspectives, and I'm trying to take these things and put them together because you have all these different people saying different things. And to me, it all makes sense, and they all have a lot of truth in what they're saying. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to put that into, in with a timetable that we can all understand. And so what I did was the 2028 end idea was Jesus Christ returning to planet Earth in September of 2028. So what I did was I was already working with a revelation timeline that I felt was was very accurate as far as the way the book of Revelation is laid out from beginning to end, which is not um, it's not in sequence. So chapter one to the end is not. It doesn't. It's not going to happen in chronological order, from what I can tell. So um, that being said, what I did was I took this 2028 end idea of of Jesus returning in September of 2028 and worked backwards. So I said, okay, if we're if we know that, say that say that date is correct for whatever reason, if you believe that, and then if you work back, the final seven years would be the beginning of the last seven years on planet Earth. Um, Daniel's 70th week is what it's also known as. So that would take you back to September 2021, which we've done shows and talked about that. So that's kind of where I'm at with the timeline. And um, I think we are a year into that final seven years with about six left, um, almost exactly. And your guess is as good as mine. I think um, really, you know, we're going to find out in the next few probably months to years if that holds true i don't think we're going to have to wait six more years to really know because i think there's some big things on the horizon you and i've been talking about nuclear war pretty much every time that we have communicated i think on these on these different shows that we've done and we are right on the knife's edge of of some sort of nuclear exchange i believe right now um whether it's putin that does it or whether it's our crazy governments in the west that do it I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, but that's kind of where we're at now. I hope that uh, sort of explains. Well, I think it explains it very well. Uh, certainly, we're hearing the rhetoric for this every few seconds. Uh, you can't really go to much many media sources and not see the specter of nuclear war being threatened from one group or another. And so that's really, really concerning. Um, let's let's talk for a second here about uh, causation. What made you pinpoint? I, I know you had the association uh, with a fellow researcher, but what specific event or events made you pinpoint September twenty first, twenty twenty one, as the kickoff for the seven years? I didn't really have it pinned down to a specific date. It was just September in general. I, I've tried to stay away from saying something's going to happen on an exact day, on an exact month, and an exact year. So I've only ever really said, since I since I started my series, um, End Time Dates. It's called End Times Dates. It's TicketToTheLordInPrayer.com. It's just my YouTube channel is all it is. I'm still allowed on YouTube. I'm still making videos and, and posting them when I, when I feel like I have something that I need to put out there. So September 2021, if you take seven years and add seven years to September 2021, you get the, the date that Gabriel Ansley Herb has on his 2028end.com um, website. If you've, not, if you've never heard of him, I suggest that you check his video series out and his YouTube channel and things. He has some incredible information and hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, and I had, it's really strange. He's, he's here in Nashville, Nashville where I'm at. And he just basically called me out of the blue one day. I had never heard of him. And he asked me to work on his project for him. And so we worked on this project back in 2018, which really got the ball rolling for me in 2019, which was the first video I made saying at that time we had probably less than nine years left before Jesus returned. Because I, fir I firmly believe 
that this timeline will hold true. And I know a lot of people have said that throughout the ages, but we are seeing revelation unfold in front of our eyes if we know what to look for. If we don't know what to look for, then it's just, you know, it's just more confusion and craziness. And maybe we'll get through it and maybe we'll be fine or maybe there'll be a nuclear war. I personally think there will be some sort of nuclear exchange, but I don't think it will be a nuclear war that will end all civilization. I don't think that's written in scripture. I don't, I can't find that anywhere, but I do think that there will be some sort of what I would call a sixth seal war because I believe we're on the verge of seeing the sixth seal opening, or, you know, spiritually speaking, of course. And the Sixth Seal War would have some sort of nuclear exchange involved. And after that happens, I believe that will be the catalyst that the globalist terrorists who are running our, our world, that they will need to put that, to put us, to propel us, I should say, into world government. So I think that's, that's the, that's the next step is I feel like there's some, we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Some sort of nuclear exchange is going to happen. After that, it will probably be we're going into world government. We don't have a choice to some degree. You know, and again, that goes back to what the Bible talks about. Well, this problem's not going away. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. They'll move to suppress this, but it's in the Alaskan media. Therefore, it got picked up across the United States, but it's not getting the attention it deserves. The Coast Guard made a startling discovery. They found both Chinese and Russian ships violating territorial waters of Alaska. And so this speaks to, let's put it this way, the continuation towards conflict that you're mentioning. Uh, very concerning. Uh, but I, I think as far as the nuclear exchange you're talking about, if I had to throw a dart up on the dartboard with closed eyes and just say, okay, God, take it close to the place, it's Ukraine. 
There's no question it's mm-hmm. Ukraine in my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you think? I mean, I see Ukraine as the total hotspot. Let me explain to you one other thing, too, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can tie this in biblically to anything. What Ukraine is boiled down to now, it's a war between two competing economic ideologies. On the one side with the West, you have NATO, the European Union, U.S., so forth, and they're all tied into digital, which concerns me for reasons we'll talk about, which I think leads to the mark of the beast. And on the other side is gold-backed currency started by Russia's insistence on doing business in Russian rubles that are backed by gold. Saudi Arabia has jumped in. Africa has jumped in. A lot of Asia has jumped in. Uh, India has jumped into this. So we now look at Ukraine really kind of highlighting the old BRICS notion versus the uh, West and its digital system. And uh, so does that, does that tie into anything biblically that you could relate to? I mean, I, I think it would. I think it would definitely tie in. I think that there there's a good chance that this World War III that we're going to probably all witness, unfortunately, is going to involve some sort of nuclear exchange. Where it will be, I don't really know, but the Ukraine does make a lot of sense. I also look at Revelation 18, which is talking about Babylon and the fall of Babylon, which a lot of people will go back, they'll look at Revelation 18, and they'll say for sure that it has to be the United States. I don't think so. I don't think it's the United States in general because I, the way I see it, Babylon that's talked about in Revelation 18, Babylon falling is a city. The original Babylon was a city, not a nation. So I think that um, personally there will be some sort of nuclear exchange, probably a Poseidon type event um, that will take out New York City. And that's what I think. If, if I think if the U.S. is going to get hit, I think it's probably going to be New York City. And I say that with the utmost and deepest, sincerest sadness. I mean, in, in, in absolute. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I really feel like that's probably what's going to happen as far as that will be a counterpunch. Most likely, um, if you ever have seen or heard of um, a, a guy on YouTube, Jonathan Kleck, he is doing some amazing um, some amazing YouTube videos and putting some amazing information out there. And he's been talking about for well over a decade that it is printed on the American currency. And what I'm talking about is a nuclear um, Poseidon, like Poseidon missile sort of flood situation where it, where a tsunami or tidal wave takes out New York City is printed on the American currency. And you have to, all you have to do is fold the correct bills in the exact way. And as you, as you do that, you can see not only the different attacks in 9-11 and the Edward Murrah building, um, at Oklahoma City, but you can also see, uh, an attack on New York City that appear, appears to be, um, like a tidal wave and a nuclear missile, like a missile coming down and hitting into the ocean. It's pretty amazing. So when you look at all that, I think that, you know, it's very possible that that could be what we have happen in our country and that if um, if this country is truly the head of the or one of the heads of the great beast system, which I personally think it is, you could be looking at, you know, where the Bible talks about one of the wounded heads of the Antichrist. I think that um, it's the Antichrist system, personally, and not saying there won't be a, an actual human being who's the antichrist i believe that there will be but it could be that um it, you know if if america is hit and new york new york city in particular is hit that will be um a financial meltdown in this country and that will effectively be like wounding the head of the country by hitting new york city so i i personally think that's that's what we should look for that's revelation 18 i think that that is um what it's being talked about there whether or not something happens in Ukraine, I don't know. I mean, as you, you're aware, I'm sure the um, the nuclear power plant there that the Russians are supposedly, um, I don't know if they're protecting them or protecting it or what exactly, but the Ukrainians are shelling it, trying to trying to cause some sort of leak or problem. So that's not good either. I mean, so something could happen there that triggers something else that, you know, if it's if it indeed is a Poseidon missile that hits the uh, the coast of of uh the US 
That would have to come from Putin. I don't think that the U.S. has that kind of technology to do it to ourselves. So, you know, I think they do want to blame Putin for pretty much, pretty much everything. Biden and company are already doing that. Um, but it is interesting to see, you know, what may transpire. I think you, you still have Damascus. That's a possibility. Um, looking at um, Isaiah and what could potentially happen with Damascus being wiped out. I think that's a possibility, and, and things are heating up in um, in Israel and in Iran and all of that as well in the Middle East. So it, it's quite the tinderbox right now. Yeah, I think that, that analysis is pretty good. Now, you mentioned New York City is perhaps the, uh, the Babylon. Um, I think you could be right, but also I would put D.C., and in there, and and I'll tell you why. And it's for an earthly reason, not anything I can point to in the Bible. But um, you kind of wonder what the other side knows that we maybe don't know yet. And here's what I mean by this: there was a concentrated effort in the late '80s and through the '90s, and it continues to today to set Denver up, especially underground DIA, as a second capital. Uh, CIA's moved major offices there. Just as an example, what I'm talking about, it's on the tunnel grid system under that's underground and i think that uh, dc could be a prime target as well or perhaps even both of them mm-hmm. i don't disagree yeah i mean it's right there you know physically they're not that separate so if it was a big enough wave obviously it would probably affect many cities along the uh, east, eastern seaboard so wow what yeah. a mess but um, I, I do think that that's something that we need to be watching for and if we have family and rel- family and relatives and friends there wow we, we really need to warn those people and let them know that that may be coming and it's really strange i'm sure you've seen the uh, you know the the signs on the buses and the nuclear um ads the radiation ads and things like that that they're putting out in new york city that's i don't think that's an accident i don't either and did you also know that uh, denver passed out bug out bags were you aware mm-hmm. of that? To, yeah, to, the, that. to the public Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's the first semblance of civil defense drill we've ever had since the mm-hmm. 1960s. So that's one thing, that, you know, and this is kind of off the target here, but but Russia practiced civil defense with its citizens, and there seems to be a legitimate effort to try to save as many lives as possible. In the United States, we do yeah. nothing. We do nothing for civil defense. Yeah, because we are targeted for destruction. We are the enemy. You know, at least as far as the uh, the globalist terrorists, like I call them, you know, they they want to see this country brought down. So, you know, unfortunately, I think they're going to get their wish to some degree. I don't I don't think it's going to wipe out the entire country by any stretch. But um, no, I, I think you're right. But um, I, I'm kind of looking at this now like a Shakespeare play. All the world's a stage and everybody has to play their part. And uh, I, I clearly think the leadership of the Democratic Party and simple compliance explains the rest. But I think the leadership of the Democratic Party knows exactly what they're doing. I think they know about the Antichrist. I think they know about the destruction they need to do towards Christianity. I think they need to, yep. they know they need to promote ungodly behaviors. I mean, teaching first graders about oral sex, are you out of your mind? And then the, the CRT yeah. that divides the country. All this nonsense that's going on. I look at this from the demonic realm, where it emanates from, and it's uh, all designed to to stop the spread of Christianity, to refute our faith. I mean, how do you see all this? I totally agree, and I have um, you know this scripture pulled up. I felt like this is what we're seeing. It's it's um, Isaiah five twenty. Woe, which means judgment is coming, to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Boy, if we are not seeing that now, I don't know what we're doing, but that's uh, absolutely what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, and and um, I think that we are watching the complete self-destruction of Western civilization. That seems to be... We're seeing it firsthand with what's happening with the EU and Germany and some of the uh, some of the stuff going on over there. It seems to be a, a takedown of, of everything that the West has been known for. It's everything that the West um, has seen or has been as, as a blessing toward God, that's all being destroyed. Whether it's the rampant pedophilia and grooming or, mm-hmm. or the um, 
the the basic um, you know spiritual war that we're that we're seeing. We're seeing, I think, demons essentially running rough roughshod over society. It's really insane. No, I think you're absolutely right. And and I look at this with regard to Europe, and uh, oh, there's an event that's not getting the attention it deserves, and it should. And that was the purposeful destruction of the, uh, the the Nordstrom pipeline coming out of Russia, which mm-hmm. services Europe. And what what Tucker Carlson reported, and others too, I think links into this. Tucker Carlson and others, and I had this information at one time too, but I don't, I didn't have it on a level where I felt comfortable reporting it. And it's that in late February, Zelensky and Putin, their people had reached an agreement. There would be no NATO for Ukraine and Russia would pull back. And Biden came to Zelensky and said, okay, you got your deal, but realize if Russia betrays the deal, you're on your own. We won't help you again. And so that kept him engaged in the fight. So then you go forward to the Nordstrom pipeline situation that's been destroyed. Well, I can tell you who didn't destroy it. The Europeans didn't destroy it. They're not trying to kill their own people deliberately uh, through exposure and hunger and so forth. The Russians didn't do it. So then who did it? Well, go mm-hmm. back to that story about who sabotaged the peace talks, the mm-hmm. uh, the, the present leadership in America. And I, yeah. I think it all points to this. And this is why I say all the world's a stage and everyone plays their part. I think there is clear evidence that the Democratic Party is going to play a major role in end times prophecy being brought to our shores. And I mean in a very, very negative way. What do you think? I totally agree. Yeah. And I think that anything could could happen and may very well between now and the election coming up just in a you know a few weeks essentially so you pulled the words out of my mouth doug yeah i've said i've said this i've said this consistently for the last four months i said if the democrats don't think they can cheat enough to win they may try to stop the election Mm -hmm. yeah and i think you're right about the Nord stream Nord stream two or whatever Nord stream one and two i think that that is definitely sabotage if it's not the american government Involved, I wouldn't know who possibly could have done it because that would make the most sense. Well, and you know, it's an act of war against Germany. It's an act of war against the EU. It's an act of war against Russia because it's their infrastructure. So, wow, it's, it's that's going to be a, a major, major problem. I'm sure, it already is. Well, I think it's it's one that's going to force conflict because mm-hmm. where you have this uh, conservative movement sweeping across Europe is evidenced by the Italian elections, what's going on in Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Sweden. Mm-hmm. And and so Biden clearly is intent on having this war. He has he didn't do one thing to try to de-escalate the conflict when it was brewing before it started. He did nothing to try to stop it. He did everything to encourage it. And I, I think this is why this is his false flag with the pipeline, uh, because he wants to start this war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I call him Joe Obama because it's Obama's third term. Good God. As much or more than Biden. I couldn't agree with you more. You are exactly correct on this. In fact, it's actually Obama and his former national security advisor, Susan Rice, that are calling the shots yeah. behind the scenes. That's a poorly kept secret. Mm-hmm. That's a very poorly kept secret. Um, and this is why um, Kamala Harris is so frustrated, I heard, is because she has no seat at the table. She has no decision-making because this all is done by committee behind the scenes, and they're given their marching orders. Yeah, and and it makes me wonder what they have planned because they probably do want to get rid of Biden at some point and replace him, but but having her in there as the next in line is probably what's keeping them from doing that. I don't think they want her as the um as the the POTUS, but um I don't know. I guess it remains to be seen whether they remove him or have him killed supposedly or or I don't know. I'm not sure if he can go out as a hero, they probably will. Uh, the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Uh, try and encourage that because the press will eat that up. That's right. But I don't know. 
No, I think that's really, really well put. Well, I want to go back to some specific things we can talk to. I, I We started to talk about it and, and digressed a little bit, but in terms of September 2021, starting the tribulation, what could you more specifically point to in terms of events? Because if I don't ask you this, my audience is going to criticize me for not doing it. Ah, well, last time we talked about it, actually, and um, we talked back in April, and I mentioned La Palma. Yes. And uh, I feel like La Palma last year in September was the fireworks show that really kind of started it off. I don't know if you remember. I I many people, I yeah, many people were were watching that really closely and thought at that time that the island could shake so much that a huge chunk of it could go sliding off and create a, a tidal wave that could take out the East Coast, which is what made me start looking at the whole Revelation 18 idea and coming to the conclusion, in in my opinion, if you were to hire a city to become Revelation 18's Babylon, New York City is the only city that really meets all the different requirements that are listed there in in Revelation 18. And so La Palma, to me, was the, um, that was the, the, the kickstart in my opinion, and if you look at it, La Palma means the palm. And I was equating it to, when we talked about this before, I was equating it to Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, Palm Sunday. And La Palma started erupting on a Sunday in September of 2021. And yes, it did end up fizzling out, but not until well into December. It, It went for quite some time. And I was expecting... And you and I talked about this before. I thought, leading up to that, that there was going to be some, quote, peace treaty, an Antichrist peace treaty that would start the final seven years. But that is not even biblical. And that's what, unfortunately, most Christians believe, is that there will be a Antichrist peace treaty. But when I started studying it further, and I've had others back this up with what with what I'm going to say, um, other researchers and people who have gotten into it, and, and other pastors, too, that the Antichrist Peace Treaty is kind of a, a, a non-sequitur. It's a non-starter, meaning that it doesn't, it's not even real. What The peace treaty that's talked about in Daniel 9.27 is about Jesus Christ. It's not about an Antichrist. Jesus was the peace, he was the peace treaty, if you want to call it a treaty. He was the sacrifice, and the um, he was the offering there. It was no Antichrist peace treaty, and there is some versions of um, of the scriptures that, depending on the translation you're reading, that it reads basically talking like it's the Antichrist and a peace treaty, but it's actually not about the Antichrist and a peace treaty at all. So. That's what I was looking for, and when it didn't happen, it really started to make me question what was supposedly, what was going on. You know, like, okay, if there's no Antichrist peace treaty, then what is going on? And what I found out is that Jesus' ministry was 70 weeks. It wasn't three and a half years, like we've all been led to believe. So the three and a half years and the Antichrist peace treaty is all part of this whole mistranslation of what actually transpired. Jesus' ministry was a perfect 490 days. It was 70 weeks. And when you look at that and, and you, you read through Daniel 9.27, and I've outlined it in part 13 of my video series that has 15 total parts as of right now. If you go to part thir- 13 in my End Times Dates video series, take it to the Lord in prayer.com, the part 13 explains all this in, in great detail as far as the 70-week ministry of Jesus Christ and how he was the sacrifice and it was his blood it was his his um giving of his life that was the actual peace offering that was that's what was being talked about in daniel 9:27 and daniel was written obviously long before jesus so it was it was explaining that jesus was coming and that he was the one that was going to be creating the peace treaty if you want to call it that it's it's essentially just uh you know it's the it's the um the acceptance that we all have of, if we become Christians, of bringing Jesus into our lives and that his blood covers all of our sin. So I thought that was pretty pretty unusual as far as, um, 
you know, most people are still watching for some sort of peace treaty to happen, and it's not going to happen. And unfortunately, people will be watching for it until the cows come home. You know, so therefore, they're not going to be prepared. They're not going to be ready because they won't recognize it when they when it's right in front of their face. It's really interesting so. because uh, I've heard that over and over and over, and you hear something and you get the confirmation bias that it's true. Mm-hmm. Let me go to another perhaps confirmation bias issue that gets repeated a lot, and that's the fact that the Antichrist suffers what appears to be a fatal wound and recovers mm-hmm. to lead. What do you think about that? Yeah, and I, I touched on that a, a little bit ago. I think that may be talking about the fatal head wound, maybe New York City getting hit, because that's the financial hub. And if the Antichrist, it may not be a physical Antichrist person who has the head wound. I mean, it could be, or it could be both. It could be a physical person who has a head wound, and then he's healed. Or it could be the Antichrist system, which I would argue is the Western government system, um, and the fatal head wound, New York City is the head of our country. I mean, Washington is too. So that, that section of the East Coast, if it were to get hit, and if America were then to make a comeback after that period of time, um, after that happens, then maybe that's the, the fatal head wound. I don't know. I'm just saying that's a possible interpretation. That's how I think of it, at least. Boy, that is really interesting because I would... Uh I would not have put it in that category. Um, okay. Um, yeah, and I, you know, time will tell. I don't. I don't really know that that's for sure what it is. I do think that there will be an actual physical human being who will be the antichrist. I don't think it's time for that person yet. What I what I envision happening is that there will be some sort of nuclear exchange, which will get us into world government. At that point, they will the the Moshiach, the Jewish. Messiah will come on the scene. And I personally think that I have been given who that person is. And because I've been praying, asking, taking it to the Lord, asking who that person will be. And I felt like that was answered. And I've, I've addressed that in my video series, part 10 and beyond in part 10, um, who that is. And I think that the, um, the person who will become the Antichrist won't be that terrible at, at at the start. He won't become the Antichrist until the halfway point into the um, into the tribulation, what we would call the Great Tribulation, the last three and a half years, if that makes sense. So I think that there will be a nuclear exchange. There will probably be some sort of a world government put together, which I think is is basically ready to go at this point. And then the Moshiach, the Jewish Messiah, who is in an earthly Messiah, he doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to have any sort of, uh, spiritual, um, superpowers. He doesn't have to be supernatural necessarily. I think that that person will be announced and that that person will at some point, at the halfway point, uh, which would be about 2025, become the actual Antichrist that we're, that we hear so much about. In the meantime, there's also another Antichrist. There's the Antichrist system that is, run in the world and that will be running that one world government and put forth the mark of the beast law which i think we're seeing the mark of the beast being injected now as far as the components for it so that tells me that we are right on the the precipice of all this stuff happening because we've got the mark of the beast being unrolled now it's the components the law the mark of the beast law hasn't happened yet so there will have to be some sort of law that will make that something that everyone has to do but the components and the the electronics, the technology, the nanotech is being injected now. That's why I keep saying that transhumanism is being injected now. And, and many people, their bodies are rejecting it and it's killing them. And other people are fine. Can I interrupt you here for a second? Yeah, go ahead. You said their bodies are rejecting it and it's killing them. Um, is the vaccine preparatory for the mark of the beast or is it the mark of the beast? I think it's the components of the mark of the beast. I think it's it's the it's the quantum dots, the things that we know that are according to all the patents and according to all the research people like Anthony Patch and others have done. It's got the quantum dots, the nanoparticles that we hear so much about, the biosensors and transmitters, the luciferase which glows. It's got the hydrogel, it's got the DNA modifiers in it, it's got the graphene, it's got all these different things in it and all of these components together that basically rewire the person's brain and rewire their bodies 
to accept the um, the electronic connection between their bodies and the quantum computers and the supercomputers and everything that will be running the actual digital Mark of the Beast system, the computers, is all being put in place. I mean, it's all pretty much there now, and, and the components are being injected now. So does that mean that the person who is taking the vaccine right now is taking the mark of the beast. I think they're taking the components. I don't know that that's, it's not for me to decide if that is damning that person's soul to hell. I don't, I wouldn't go that far. I think that there's no mark of the beast law that has been made yet that's made everyone take it. So that hasn't happened, even though I think that the components have to come first. They have to be, in my opinion, have to be brought on the scene first so that they can know what's going to happen to all these people who are going to end up taking it, and that ultimately it will be the vaccine patch. It won't be an injection. It'll be a microneedle array patch that Anthony Patch talks about so much. So I, I think that's what's coming, and I do think that, um, you know, we're right on the verge of all this stuff sort of happening, and it's, and it, you know, as well as I do, that it's, it's, uh, it's all snowballing, and it seems like it's getting harder and faster all the time. Uh, well, yeah, um, Art Bell, uh, the late great talk show host, used to call this time the quickening, and I th- yeah. and I think he actually captured the feeling there. I really do. In layman's terms, I think he captured the feeling. Um, since we've landed on the tribulation, and for a lot of people, because we've added a lot of new people, because we've added networks to our listening base here, they're not going to know the answer to this question. And I know we've talked about this before, but I think it bears some summary. The first part of the tribulation versus the second part yeah yeah so the the way i understand it and i can be wrong i mean i'm human but the way i understand it is the final seven years is the tribulation and so that would that would mean we're a year in and beyond that the great tribulation in my definition what i'm the way i understand it is that the Great Tribulation would be the final half of that seven years, so three and a half years. And and those days are numbered in the book of Revelation. It's it's talked about, you know, 1,260 days here and, and, and you know, so many days there and, and so forth. And, and that's all on that timeline that I have talked about. So, and that's how I've gotten, that's how I've sort of extrapolated these different dates is by going back and looking at Scripture and saying, okay, well, it's talking about this many dates for days for this and, that many months for that, and and so that's how I work backwards from the end the end date being um, September of 2028, working backwards through it. And whether or not these things hold true, I don't know. I still think that we are at the beginning where the seals are being opened, and I think personally that the the first five seals are already open, and indeed most of those were probably opened. Not too long after Jesus returned back, back to the, the Father, back to the throne room of God. When he opened the seals, I think that John, who wrote the book of Revelation, basically dictated, you know, Jesus dictated it to John. And that's my first name, by the way. That, um, that John saw these things happening because he was there to witness it. And that the first five seals were opened in sequence, and that number six hasn't been yet. That's why I was talking about relaying it to what could be the sixth seal war or the great earthquake or whatever. That hasn't happened yet. But the first five seals, I think, are open. And if you look at the um, the each thousand-year cycle, we have there were 4,000 years between Adam and Jesus. And then Jesus was born and had his ministry and then died and was resurrected. And then since then, there have been two more thousand-year periods, right? So it's been 2,000 years since Jesus was um, walking around. So those thousand years, if you look at um, it's 2 Peter 3.8, and it's, But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. So what I'm saying is, in heavenly, in, in the heavenly realm, in, on the heavenly calendar, it's only been two days, two 1,000-year periods since Jesus returned, or since Jesus um, uh, went, you know, since his ascension. It's been two days. 
because that's two 1,000-year periods, if that makes sense. So therefore, it's been the end days, really, officially, it's been the end days since Jesus returned back to the back to heaven, since his ascension. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but it's been it's been two days, and therefore, in my opinion, the first five seals are open and they are gaining steam. And and in heavenly in in the heavenly realms, you know, a thousand earthly years really isn't very long. So it's not really been that long since Jesus' ascension, if that makes sense. It's starting to make a clear picture here. Now, when you look at world events, and I know that it's hard to form a context because this is you have two fluid dynamics to compare. But when you look at world events transpiring right now, what really concerns you that, hey, we're really into the tribulation now, especially the first part? When you say this is happening, that's happening, how, how does that come into play? Well, when we talked about the, um, you know, calling good evil and evil good, we are definitely seeing that unfold. Oh, no question. And, no question. Yeah, and so that is that is ramping up. I think that everything, all of the different seals, everything that the seals are dealing with is also snowballing and ramping up. But you could have said that on some of those things going back, you know, hundreds of years. So as far as the, the catalyst for what I personally believe is is going to say for sure that we are in the end times will be some sort of nuclear event. That's kind of the big one that okay. I'm watching for. Yeah, I think that's the one. And then also you have you have the the physical third temple built in Jerusalem. I think that's another huge one. Yeah. They're on the verge. You know, there's that's something they're wanting to do. They're talking about the red heifers and, and all this stuff all the time. And they are they are ready to hit the ground running with that, and they need their Moshiach back to the the idea of the Jewish Messiah. You know, the the um, they didn't recognize Jesus as the Messiah, even though he was the real one. They're still going to have a false Messiah, and whoever that person is will be instrumental in getting the third temple built, which I personally believe will happen sometime in the next few years. And when that happens, yeah, that that's another sign that will prove to people, I think, that um, we are definitely in the end times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there, there's other things that I've, I've dealt with in my series. I don't know if, if you and I have ever talked about Ron Wyatt and his, his um, incredible finds, but one of the things that he discovered, and people will argue with you about this, but I personally believe, and Ron Wyatt was from Nashville, where I'm from, and he discovered the Ark of the Covenant. And not only did he discover it, he also found that Jesus' blood is on the mercy seat already. So when Jesus was crucified, the blood, when when Jesus' side was stabbed, the blood and water ran down, down his side, down the foot of the cross, and there was an earthquake, and it shook open the rock, and directly beneath where Jesus was crucified, 20 feet below was the Ark of the Covenant with the gold-topped seat on top. That's the mercy seat. And the blood of Jesus ran down onto the mercy seat. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I don't know how this could ever, ever have been just thought up by man. This is something that Ron Wyatt discovered, and I've talked about that over and over in my video series. And, and I think the Ark of the Covenant being revealed is another one of those massive signs because I think that it will. I think it will It will come out that the Ark of the Covenant was found and the actual real Ten Commandments will be found and put on display for the world to see. And at that time, that's when the Mark of the Beast Law will happen. And we will get to, to the world will get to decide, is it the, is it the Antichrist world? Is it the, is it Satan's world that's real? Or is it God and the Bible and, and God's word is real? Because at that point, we'll get to decide, okay, the, are these Ten Commandments actually the real Ten Commandments? And I think that, that we're on the verge of all that. But that's going to take, you know, a little more time yet for that to happen, I think. But we're getting there. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's already underway. And, I, and I'll point to Mark Houck, a pro, uh, uh, pro-life activist, a Catholic, who the mm-hmm. FBI took 30 armed agents, kicked in his door, uh, took him without a warrant. Eventually they went and got a warrant when his wife insisted. Mm-hmm. But this is an example of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not an accident yeah. that uh, Mark Houck is a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that persecution, I believe, is coming for all of us. So, you know, we're we're still able to talk freely 
for the most part. Now, I'm being censored left and right. I was just kicked off of Twitch and Facebook both in the last few days. And, and Facebook temporarily, it's just a temporary ban. But I do a live news show every week, and um, guess what? I don't get free speech. So, you know, but I, I'm finding, I'm finding, I'm a producer, so I've, I've found other ways around it. I, I can still do what I have to do, and, and the people who watch my show will, will certainly still tune in and watch. It's just that we all have to jump through a few more hoops than we used to. But I think that's going to ramp up and be worse, and pretty soon we, we may not be able to say anything publicly. You know. Well, I think you're probably right. Um, what were the magic words or the topic that got you uh, kicked off Facebook? Um, well, actually, believe it or not, with Facebook, what they did was they took away my ability to, li- to live stream only for a month. And it was for a meme, a Hunter Biden meme. He, there was a picture of Hunter Biden that was stoned. And I had put this meme up on my Facebook page back in March, so six months ago. And they just decided a couple days ago to ban my ability to live stream. So I, I can still post, but I can't live stream anymore. And that's typically what I do is live stream to Facebook. And then also to Twitch, and Twitch completely banned me and got and deleted my channel off of there. Twitch is a video game platform, but it's actually really stable. It's it's a nice video game. It's a nice uh, video live streaming platform. But um, they banned me, and they're of course Amazon owned. So now I'm wondering if if I can even shop on Amazon anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, it's, well, don't it's, don't uh, joke because uh, uh, I have a broadcast partner for a show we do together. It's called the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Doug Thornton, former DHS, former Marine. He, yeah, I know Doug. He was, Doug was kicked off PayPal. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. They all talk. They all talk. That happened to Anthony Patch as well. Last year, he was deplatformed from Patreon and PayPal in the same month. So I think they, they are, they're in cahoots for sure. I know Doug Thornton. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's yeah. very good. And he was, it was interesting. He was uh, deplatformed. He was talking, I forget the man's name now, but the topic um, was child sex trafficking. Well, you can't turn on Fox News and not see references to traf- trafficking at the border. And here locally in Arizona where I live, this is part of the local news, the trafficking rings that are broken up by local law enforcement. And yet you can't mention on yep. platforms when it's already an accepted fact. I know. I call PayPal PedoPal now. I like that. Because they pick, they pick sides. No, Doug, I, I really like that PedoPal. I'll, I'll, if you don't mind, I'm going to share that with Doug because I'm sure no, it's great. he'll make use great. of it on our broadcast. But, uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Well, listen to how far they went. Um, because they used his wife's credit card, they banned her. And also because his sister had done business with him on PayPal, they banned her too. Wow. Um, wow. That's a bit shocking that they went that far. I know with Anthony, he he and his wife were both kicked off. I'm surprised they didn't kick me off too, because that's how we used to trade money money for certain projects and stuff. But so far, so good. I'm still on I'm still on PedoPal, but I don't know that I'll stay on there very long because you know it's one of those things where I'm I'm sort of I I said no to my cell phone. I I had the cell phone turned off back in 2015, and I'm sort of at that frustrated level of not even want, wanting to accept credit cards for my business and stuff anymore but i know if, as soon as i do i'll probably be broke so but paypal's right in there yeah i'm trying to find a way to not use visa and mastercard and just focus on american express one if you make a bad purchase online uh, mastercard i mean uh, uh, american express is really good at helping you visa and uh, mastercard are not but did you hear visa and mastercard now are turning lists over the government of people who buy ammunition and guns with Visa and MasterCard. I heard that, yeah. No. I'm not surprised. So for yeah. me, that's enough reason right there for me to not. Okay, in about 20 yep. seconds' time, sum up what people should know. What should be their walkaway point from here? Well, first of all, get right with God, because we don't know what tomorrow will hold. And I think that um, that's the best first step that we can make. If you have not asked Jesus Christ into your life, start there. And if you don't know what that's even about, I would invite you to go take a look at my video series. I feel like um, that will help to some degree. Take it to thelordinprayer.com. It's just my YouTube channel. Um, Feel free to write me, send me, uh, you know, leave comments or whatever, and I'll, I'll certainly help. Help people who are are interested in knowing more. And can you get? So that's the first thing. Can you give out that website again, real quick? 
Yeah, take it to the Lord in com. It's just a YouTube channel. Okay. Well Yeah, so people can go there and make comments on the on the videos. Doug, we're right up against it, but I wanna thank you for coming on and updating us. Uh, I think it was uh, very informative and I think this is a not because I'm doing it folks, but this is a much needed program because no matter how things turn out in the short term, there's a long term battle that you need to keep your eye on. And I think Doug did a good job here of uh, addressing that issue. Doug, look forward to having you back on again sometime and continue Good luck not getting banned. Thank you, Dave. Okay. I certainly appreciate Take it. Care. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarrierGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.